This is football heritage. Means that when you start the process, you are here, you are there, or you are there is heritage. Is heritage. Welcome to another episode of the Football Heritage Show. I'm sure everyone listening to this has probably had a better day than uh, Mikel Arteta's uh, not, uh, you can say, flying reds or, or maybe crash-landed reds. But how's, how's it going, boys? It's been a good weekend. That's the best way to put it, I guess, for us. Yeah, I mean, went pretty good. Didn't, didn't think <laughs> we were going to end up... Uh, being this happy after the first half, but seeing Arsenal do as poorly as they have done, kind of shocked actually. You know, I thought Don Mikel's uh, Reds were on the path to glory, but it looks like they're on the path to relegation. That certainly seems the case at this moment in time. But let's try to cheer you up, right? So, um, we're I don't know if I can cheer you up, but do you want to, do you want to talk a little bit about the game? <laughs> and and let's start with Arsenal, right? Um, so so what happened today? What went wrong? <laughs> Feels like I'm asking you this question every week. Uh, nothing, nothing happened. Um, it was it was more of the same actually. Um, yeah, I mean it's a strange game because we in the first half, you know, there was like a ten minute break because there was obviously clash of heads between. David Luiz and Jimenez. Jimenez got subbed off and then uh, Fabio Silva came on. So after that, there was almost like a strange sort of vibe for a few minutes. So almost like a pre-season friendly type of thing where both teams were... I mean, Arsenal, anyhow, when they, when they play these days, have that sort of a pre-season, no one's quite sure what's going on vibe. But, you know, even Wolves to an extent were there. But then after that, you know, Wolves uh, sort of found their, found their footing and then uh, took, took care of business. Arsenal equalized Real, which which is that's the other thing because they're so clueless. Uh, you know when, when when going forward, what happens is if they concede first, then you know it's curtain. Like it's it's done because there's there's no there's no clear sort of route to how to actually. But there was a comeback today, time. right? They scored within four or five minutes. Right. First open play goal, and I don't know the whatever hours, days, months, how people are calculating. But I think first since sometime in October, William um, Cross. Gabriel goals that was that was good at least okay they came back fast but then again after that but even that I think at the time that was our first shot so this was in the 29th 30th minute whatever it was so that was their first shot first shot on target and as it happened sort of you know it went in there was a goal so walk us through the game like what, what you know what went wrong was it the team selection was it the tactics or was it a combination no I mean not in terms like I mean team selection so <laughs> We've been crying out for like, oh, let's play Aubameyang through the middle. That's gonna be, <laughs> so you know the game changer. Yeah, yeah, the elixir to like life and what have you. But obviously, it's it's a little more complicated than that. So that hasn't really uh, made too much like a significant sort of difference. So no, it's 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 just uh, there wasn't anything specific to this game. I mean, to, okay, like you want to be a little generous, you'll say like Wolves when they when they get get into that settled deep block it's hard it's hard for even sort of decent teams to actually break them down so maybe you'll give them that but you know we can't give Arsenal at this point don't really deserve that benefit of the doubt because we've seen them struggle to break down teams that are a lot worse at playing that way than Bulls so so you know you won't give them that and the only reason why in the second half you know we see that same pattern right like that U-shape sort of where uh, a bunch of players around the box uh, everyone's sort of passing it around. No one is, uh, you know, you don't have any, uh, anyone really trying to do something different and to take a risk and to take take some initiative. But like even, so when you have that sort of situation, okay, at least one one thing is we you need you need you need something. You need like you need to occupy different spaces. You need to pull this sort of settled defense uh, out of shape. We tried that to an extent. We had, uh, you know, we we had players in the wide areas. They they were crossing, but you know to know. Uh, real sort of avail so so yeah I mean nothing but give me a second yeah. 
walk our listeners through what the what Arteta's famous U strategy is because I've never heard of this. No, it's, it's, like not, a it's not a strategy. It's it's just a U shaped outside the box. So you basically you know you can it's 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 not a good thing. It's a horrible thing when it happens. But basically, just watch when they're attacking when you're when you're playing against a team in 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 sort of a deep block. The reason that U shape happens is. You'll have players in the wide areas. They'll pass to players in, in center spaces, and then they'll go wide again. But no one is actually penetrating the box. So that's why it's like a U shape. It's literally like a okay, okay. visually it appears like a U shape. So that, that's that's sort of what I meant. Okay. Um. So so yeah. So we saw that. I mean, I think it was what we were just watching this right. Like this game literally just got over second half. Uh, you know, went chasing a game against a team who is basically seeded all initiative, and we're like, yeah, we don't really care. <laughs> about sort of possession we have you know and that's that's how they play right so even against that team you didn't really sort of create much of note like you know you had maybe one or two opportunities but like you had no shots like you know well into like 30 35 minutes in, in, in second half so like at that point like it's a little um it seems a little pointless to like really focus a lot on individuals like okay maybe you'll be like our oh, ball looks disinterested or this that and the other but you know this like it's it's a lot deeper. It's, there's um, it's there's something pretty fundamentally sort of broken in in terms of how we attack. So Arsenal have a bit of a malaise right now. I mean, hopefully they get, they get out of it, but I, I can't see where where or how that's that that's happening. And you know, wow, there can be even worse days on the horizon with the North London derby coming up uh, in the not too distant future. I mean, so, so I think the the problem here is you know, like as a United fan, we keep. Picking on Ole, not not, you know, putting picking the right eleven, right? But with Arteta, I mean, I think we've tried every combination now, right? What is missing? Is it his tactics? Is it like it just feels like, like what's the golden kind of ticket here? Right? What's the solution? No, is it's there not. Any? It's I mean, it's maybe you, it's it's not really a starting eleven. Like you know, there will there there really weren't any sort of players where I'd be like, oh. Okay, maybe if Pepe was available, like sure, we you know he he does this sort of thing. But again, it's it's that's really because he's sort of he's almost out of the structure as such, and 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 that's kind of the play here. But that's not a solution. That's not a sustainable sort of solution. So what's what's missing? I mean, what's missing basically is a good sort of uh, idea and, and and a good game game plan. How we approach these games. That's so it's 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 not like oh we can't we yeah okay you can be like in the January window we'll sign one creative player, we sign two creative players and that's fine. But like, you know, this and okay sure the squad isn't that great. But like, you know, it's not a as bad as the squad is, like, you know, if I think they should be like at least an eighth, seventh, eighth place sort of squad. There shouldn't be a oh, we're gonna compete with like West Brom like avoid relegation type of uh, squad. I mean, it is a performance which is what we've seen exaggeration, so far. So, right? No, no, it's not exaggeration. They're fourteenth. I'm just saying they're close they're as Far away from the relegation zone, I think, as as they are from I don't know from from fourth or from the top or what, whatever it is, right? Like so, uh, so it's definitely. Uh, do you do you think in a way this has always been coming for? for yeah, yeah, I've been. It's it's been coming. It's been coming in the sense that the attacking issues have always been, sort of in a way, uh, we've seen the underlying numbers have, uh, they've been what they've been for 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 a while, and for you know we were. Sort of overperforming for a while, Aubameyang. We had we had a few little tricks that that maybe teams hadn't caught on to until uh, until recently. Now that's happened. Now teams are like happy to let us have the ball. Not you know most most teams are, are, are not sort of letting us do what we want to do. We want to sort of sit deep and then play out from the back and break. But like you know now Wolves are like you don't even have to do that. You <laughs> I'm giving you the ball on the edge of your box. Now let let me see what you have. And we have we 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 don't have much. We're basically reliant on. An eighteen-year-old, right? Essentially, yeah. for uh, how was Saka today? Which is, which is which is very boring. So, um, how was Bukayo Saka? He was good. I thought he was good. Like, yeah, he was, he, was, right? he, was, he was fine. He's usually sort of up, you know, and which is very boring in a way. Like he's uh, um, always, you know, whenever uh, whenever we play, he looks like sort of our most likely source of creativity outside of like the fullbacks crossing, which which is really not uh, again you know a way that we sh- like we can't have all our sort of creative responsibilities be on the shoulders of like an 18 year old playing his second season I guess in, in the Premier League which is but uh, even even like so, I think in the first few games of this season yeah. we were talking about how Arsenal's de- defense is like yeah. strong and yeah. but it looks like that's also kind of letting in goals now 
that so yeah so the I mean the the difference isn't as sort of worrying like to an, I mean like yeah it's 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 a worry but like it's more um you know today like, like like you see yeah it's I mean that's always been the bigger problem like even today like you see some of the goals like if you really go down to the individual goals like okay on one maybe there's a slight deflection like it it doesn't it doesn't feel like like it's it's a it seems like it's a fairly easy issue to rectify versus like the. Ch- the chance creation where it's, uh, where, it's, where it's much more sort of complicated like it seems harder to rectify and also I think what's happened is like he is trying like he's obviously he recognizes that uh, you know we aren't very good uh, going forward so he's in a way trying to alter that balance of the side like you know we moved away from this three at the back uh, you know system so he's I guess in a way maybe he's trying to sacrifice defensive solidity for like uh, for more initiative going forward and, and sort of what's happening right now is uh, we have we, we have neither but okay even if you give away some defensive solidity it's not like we're seeing okay. uh, you know an improved sort of so I think you need some uh, like an injection of like talent from the outside it looks like that's the only like you're waiting for the Jan transfer window now mm, see I, 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 I personally don't like that I find that it's, it's that's that's you're waiting for your Bruno Fernandes for Arsenal no that should not be the answer we're waiting for you know hopefully a young sort of manager in his first who's in his, in his first job in his first full year on the job to actually recognize uh, some glaring flaws and hopefully identify those flaws and then you know try and resolve them I mean just waiting for like a new player like waiting for a new shiny job like that's 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 I mean that's that's fine whether we we, we need a creative player if we, whether or not we get that that's by the by, like we have to, uh, there's a lot of work for the manager. You can put it that okay. way. So, okay. uh, and before we kind of move on from yeah. Arsenal, uh, who are you guys playing on Thursday? I don't even know actually. I mean, Ludo. Like they've, they've qualified. I think we've we, we qualified, but yeah, I mean, you, you know, Arsenal fans oh, previously, okay. you know, this, this <laughs> if you like goals, the Europa League is is maybe the is maybe why is maybe you should tune into the Europa League because doesn't seem like we're getting too many in the Premier League at the, at, the, at this moment. So if you want to see Arsenal scoring a goal. Chances are that's gonna happen on Thursday, less likely on a Saturday or a Sunday right now. Hope I mean I hope that changes in the da- North London derby, but so next week is the North uh, London derby. Correct next, and you know we saw even Frank's uh, you know high power sort of attack apparently failed to break you know break them down. So I don't know if I like our chances, but yeah. Okay, so so predictions for next week then. Is it going to be an easy win for Arteta? Like, I mean, he's good in the big games, I think, uh, right? So no, no. I think seems I, like it's I, just I, United. It's just United. I think it'll be. Oh, he's been in Liverpool. I think so. I think Spurs will take care of business. But I, again, I I should say I haven't. Re- I didn't really watch a whole lot. I actually barely watch any of the Spurs. What's the game. gap between Spurs so, and Arsenal so as big when I, I, Emery was I, in I, charge? I don't know what the Spurs Chelsea. I don't know how Spurs looked against Chelsea, but I'm assuming if it was nil nil, sort of Mourinho took care of business. So so yeah. Wow. I think he 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 is worried about Arteta, right? So I think they'll go on the back foot. Um, no, I mean I'm, I'm Arteta's beaten him, right? I'm fine with taking a, a, a like if uh, we can do what Chelsea did or like we can do what Spurs a draw did, is like good. Yeah, just take another. As level. long as you don't. Yeah, lose. it's we're in that. I told you we're in this sort of phase now. We basically it's like damage limitation. Hope, you know, try and not get as 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 many sort of uh, knockout sort of blows, and then hope you find find your way. You know, and, and the manager has to work. You know, a lot of sort of uh, issues for him to work, and maybe I mean the players as well have to look look themselves in the mirror. I mean, I'm I've been kind on them to an extent today. I mean, not you know not all fans as generous, but I just feel like when there's so many, it just seems pointless that oh, like you know, everyone knows like everyone's watched that midfield. It's clearly dysfunctional. It's not working. You know, all of these things. So I don't know if it makes sense to like individually go go through each player, but they were, they were most of them are bad, if not all. So I mean, did you guys yeah. miss like David Luiz in the second half because you know you keep talking about his, what he brings to the game? Well, Luiz was not in his senses. He should have been off <laughs> like you know right after that. That's you know football doesn't take head injury seriously. So yeah, I mean I'll say we yeah, we miss Thomas Partey, but like you know again like this this you know you shouldn't have teams that are so. Like you miss one one player, like okay, fine. You you miss one. You can't, player, be, you can't miss a player who's played two games for you. That's that's the other thing as well. Exactly that that does it, that that that's a good point. You you know you can't really uh, sort of use that. And also we've seen we've seen this with 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 a lot of play, different sort of players playing as well. So it's not uh, it's nothing about oh certain players going to come back and things will change. You know. I, 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 yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna of, hold my hand, raise my hand, and apologize for what I said on this show. Disrespecting Ole, talking about how Arteta 
is like miles better because of his education under Pep. I mean, I'm not going to say I hope he proves me wrong. I don't yeah. want him to prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I've not been seeing anything from him. At least my expectations. Yeah. I'm not even a fan, but I have high expectations of Mikel Arteta, and it doesn't seem like he's so far. He's, uh, he's failing to meet those high expectations. Yeah, not that that matters to anybody, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just want to kind of no, put it out there. I'm, I think he's failing to meet his own expectations at right right now. But uh, you know, it's, he does have it's, it's perfect a, hair, though. It's not so. a not, not an easy <laughs> job. So so yeah. Um, so I would say Donny was right when he said. Uh, Mikel is a fraud. I didn't say, again, I didn't say he was a fraud. I was just going by the sheer reactions from United fans who were like, oh, I would take him over Ole based on absolutely fucking nothing. No, winning two trophies, but let's be real. No, let's be real. No one's actually watched him play and then on the back of an FA Cup when, I mean, if you're actually being real, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this, but a lot of the teams, the big teams that they beat, they were also like, uninterested in like at that okay, point Liverpool has no 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 when I'm talking about when Liverpool beat the, when Arsenal beat Liverpool in the league I think Liverpool had already comfortably they had, no, they had won the title yeah. by then no I'm not on the league win but the uh, FA Cup wins were impressive I mean City were in in that game Chelsea were, you know, Chelsea were there to win that game They in fact they scored first as well no I'm so, glad he's on our show all the yeah. time to bring these yeah. fucked up opinions which actually no, but I mean, he's, my... he's right about the Liverpool league win. I mean, that what, community shield? No, the league win. We, we, the we, league, yeah. So we beat Liverpool. Oh, you mean after, after they won the title? After they won the title. You don't give me my opinions. No, no, they, they, they kind of stirred my no, emotions. No, that was yeah. the game which didn't really matter. That, that was one of those like games winning a trophy regardless. Even yeah. if you beat Wigan Athletic, it's a trophy. Yeah. And, no, I agree. That's never going to be the reason. That way I would take Roberto Martinez over Ole, right? Like he won something with Wigan, right? If I'm right? He won the FA Cup. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you take him over? Like I'm talking about... United fans having this, I guess, dystopian opinion it's a, about... It's a disciple of one of the best managers in the world. Yeah, but he's not a disciple. He worked with him. Like he's, he yes. had, There's more proof that he's a disciple of David Moyes than he's of Pep. Harsh. If he had the players but, that he, you know, needs... Come on, man. Get, why am I supporting Arsenal? Like, wait. No, no, I'm not... I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see any reason. I mean, like, I'm, people are entitled to their opinion. They may, I'm sure there's still United fans who'll be like... I still think you know, he's a if, better. If, yeah. If Arteta had these had, had our players, we'd be a better, in a better place when it comes to winning. Is he titles, right in Arsenal fans? I'm talking about United fans. I'm, I'm saying even if they are, that's I think that's a reasonable sort of opinion. I mean, I don't know if I agree with it necessarily, but uh, well, know. I don't think anyone would agree to it based on what we've been seeing this season. Right, right. I mean, it's been it's been pretty horrible. Other than the one-off United game where they did dominate, yeah. you guys did dominate yeah. us. But yeah, I mean it's been pretty poor, and let's see how our turns around. Yeah, and thirteen was thirteen points, ten games. We I think I think we probably ten games or eight nine. Uh, no, it's ten, right? So okay. I think we'll be fine. I think you know no. I mean we're sixteen you know, we'll points get, in nine, so I don't think. I think I think things. we'll clear the forty point barrier successfully. I, I don't think there's a relegation battle on, yeah, on the cards, but you know stay tuned, stay tuned. Okay, okay. Moving on to. Uh, I'm moving on to United or Liverpool or Chelsea Tottenham. I think we'll start with uh, Spurs, right? Because obviously we wanted to talk a little more about United. So I, I, I actually didn't watch this Spurs um, Chelsea game. I, I, I caught the first 20 minutes. So, Donnie, how was the game? It was one of the worst games I've watched. I was, I was watching it in the zone and there was something which was hilarious to me and essentially how football Twitter reacts to everything because it was Michael Owen and Glenn Hoddle like Glenn Hoddle is that yeah. yeah so they were doing like the halftime show at the Chelsea Tottenham game and Michael Owen said something that was actually hilarious to me it was 0-0 Chelsea were the only ones who had a shot on target if I'm right and got ruled I mean a goal and they, it got ruled off yeah, outside the team yeah. won really good goal and actually. Michael Owen was essentially saying that this was a Tottenham masterclass, a Mourinho masterclass, and even though the stats are not there to prove it, yeah, they've been playing really well, even though they were doing absolutely nothing other than just sitting back and essentially Chelsea also were not doing nothing with the ball, and that somehow got twisted into a Mourinho masterclass. And it was funny to me because if this was during a time when Tottenham were, say, struggling, right, like they weren't top of the league, I think the tone would be very different. Even if the even if it was the same result, zero zero away from home. 
which some would consider decent result. I mean, yeah. like that's essentially how Mourinho has been playing for years now, right? Just get these draws at away games, which are difficult fixtures. That's a good result. But Spurs, Spurs, Spurs no, have lost a game since the first game of the season, right? That's a fact, right? They lost to... Uh, no, I don't think they have. I mean, they lost to Everton, right? For, but that's the, that's the first game. And I was like, match fitness, etc., etc. But they haven't lost a game since, I think, which is... But yeah, today was... Impressive. I mean, there was absolutely nothing in the game. I think the the remaining... Four, I didn't catch the entire game because I literally passed out towards the end because it was that boring. Okay. But I think the second half was more Chelsea, much more Chelsea. They were attacking pretty well, but Tammy, Tammy had a few chances that he missed. Who was your man of the match? From the, I think, 70-odd minutes that I saw? I don't know. I really couldn't pick one. Tammy missed a lot of chances. Like, the game should have been done. I suppose like, four shots in total in the game. So, you know, they, they came with a plan and they executed it pretty well. It seemed no, like I, think, I don't think Mourinho is going to games right now to draw games. I think, given against Chelsea, I don't think they deserve that much respect. Like, I mean, but Chelsea have kept a clean I sheet. I just I, you know, it's, I don't want to say, you know, it's, I'm glad Roy Keane feels the same way as me because he, on Arsenal to Sky Sports, he just said that I think they have enough to stay up. So I think I agree with, with Roy. I think we'll have enough to stay up as well. But yeah, go on. No, so I mean, I, like, I don't think Mourinho went to Stamford Bridge, you know, playing for a draw. I think Spurs are a strong side and, I mean, Lampard has done well to turn things around from a defensive standpoint. They've kept, like... I think Mendy's conceded, like, one goal from open play in the last, like, 15 hours or some crazy... No, three goals in the last 15 hours. Some crazy stat like that. I think we're level... On, if we win the game in hand, we're level on points with Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, we can we can assume we're going to win the game in hand. But okay, so 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 you didn't... Did you see anything from... Chelsea that you know kind of no not really like even yeah I think Ndombele did pretty well I don't know why he was hooked at uh, I think the 60-68 minute mark like for Lo Celso he was one of the better players for Tottenham yeah. I guess but again it's, this, it's the same thing he's so lazy and you can see it it's evident that he doesn't do no, the Mourinho work but he's very good on the ball and that's essentially yeah, how he makes it ball, makes actually. it his team yeah I did watch like a few snippets of him like um Maneuvering the ball around like around three or four Spurs players. That's oh, right, yeah. Chelsea want, players and the Bill. Yeah. 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 I think I mean I wouldn't want him at United, but I think he's a good player. Hey. I think he's a good player. Yeah. So we've seen enough from Lampard to suggest that he's probably gonna make it until the end of the season. Yeah, for sure. I mean unless the season turns upside down yeah, within yeah, a month. I mean. You literally can't predict anything in the league this year, right? Like, it's been... It's been not it's just almost, it's, it's almost December. So, I mean, normally you either get, like, fired in December or you're staying until the end of the season, right? That, And it's surprising that nobody is even close to being fired, right? I mean, I would imagine... Well, you, you think Arteta is not... I'm shocked that, like, I, I guess they can't fire Chris Wilder. We'll talk about Liverpool. No, it's, I mean, it's a good thing to not have, obviously, uh, anyone... Try. Yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, I guess COVID, it's also harder because of that. So. Yeah, I don't know, maybe I mean, Scott Parker, maybe Fulham. But he's a you know, so, Fulham boy, right? Yeah, so, so I guess that's not happening. Okay. Uh, Burnley got a big win. Been... So Spurs are top of the league with 21 points, right? I think they have a good goal difference. And I think everyone else is playing catch-up. I think on par with Liverpool, right? Yeah, I think if Leicester win by 6 or 7 tomorrow, they, they could go top. Which is possible. They've beaten another team. Who are they playing? Southampton uh, why does it feel like Leicester and Wolves are playing always on Mondays? I don't understand this shit. I hate, speaking of sort of kickoff times, I actually hate this sort of kickoff time. Like the the 2.30? The, uh, the late Sunday kickoff time. I think I'd, I'd, I'd probably take the early fucking Saturday over like this late Sunday when everyone's done and like... Oh, because you know, of the pressure, pressure or... Yeah, I feel like there's, the almost, like, sounds, like, yeah. there's almost more increase of attention on, on Arsenal, which, and right now, you know, they're... Team well, as opposed to like a lot of games going yeah, on yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah, yeah. but I don't think there's a lot of games going on now yeah at, because at, there have anyway. been some changes because of COVID but right. just in general so. okay okay yeah I mean I think well I mean that's a good segue into kind of Liverpool's game right and uh, Jurgen Klopp losing his mind yeah. over what happened did you guys watch the game? no I didn't I yeah, I, I was glad because every time I when, when Liverpool have an early kick, kick off and I you know Watch turn on to look for the scores 
I'm almost sure it's going to be four nil final, <laughs> even without an entire squad. Somehow they managed winning these 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 ridiculous scores. So it was nice to see one one for a change and full time. Yeah, and sort of one one obviously in uh, controversial, uh, somewhat controversial circumstances. I guess you can say. Um, yeah, yeah. Late. I mean, I think. Um, I mean, Liverpool were missing a few players also, right? Again. Yeah. So I mean, it's. They're doing pretty well for. I mean, I would have imagined they would. They would be in a much worse situation. I mean, than... yeah, we. Um, if you, Brighton are sort of one of these teams, so like they, but they have like some of the best sort of like underlying metrics, but they're com- com- consistently sort of underperforming them under. I think they're missing. Uh, two. Yeah, I think like two players. Even in this game, I think they like on on XG they were like they did really well, but again. You know, they create a bunch of chances. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Really if they have a good them. forward, I think, I mean, Danny Welbeck, I mean, I, I love the guy, but... You know, Danny's made a difference, man. I think somebody, since, since joining. Somebody like Wilson, for example, you know, or that, like a finisher, not like a hard worker. Not a Neil Mopai fan. Not a Neil Mopai fan. I mean, I did read a, a tweet saying he has the ego of Ibrahimovic <laughs> and the skill of Bender, so... And you did point out that probably the ego of Bender yeah well. yeah so yeah it's the same as the ego of Ibrahimovic um, but yeah I mean I think I mean I, I guess what do you think about the, the penalty decision it was a penalty there's no there's no two ways about it I don't know what okay would that ever be given like with the naked eye I'd be frustrated as well if it was given against my team but like I guess in the why, why would you watch it when you watch it when you watch the highlight in slow motion yeah it's it looks like you know I mean Yes, he didn't get the ball, but when you watch it in slow motion, it feels much worse than like slow motion. Obviously, sort of in a way makes things yeah. sort of look look it's a dramatic look look really bad. But doesn't doesn't the player no, have the fine. right to go down? Yeah, yeah, I think it was a. It but was he didn't really go down as well. I mean, no, 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 like, what, I, what I mean is like when yeah. you miss the ball completely and you get kicked in your leg, no matter how. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a player he didn't even make a meal out of it. But I agree, I agree with you too, like, in the in the sense that like a lot of times. I don't like the fact that like you know players, players have to down, right? players yeah. have to go down to get decisions. So, and that that sort of incentivizes them to actually dive because a lot of times if they don't go down they don't get the decisions. At least now maybe with this you won't see as many people trying to like always go right. down because it means that okay you still get. But decisions. you didn't think it was a penalty, or you thought it was a harsh decision. Yeah, I think it, I, I, if it was given against your team. Yeah, I, I mean I I thought it was a, it was a tough sort of decision, but like you know I mean it, it wasn't like. I don't think the sort of dramatic sort of overreaction right. is warranted. And what about the offside, the first one? For I mean, Salah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously they know better, yeah. right? Uh, though yeah. It's hard, but Liverpool fans find it hard to digest because I think the numbers kind of there's like eight decisions that have gone against them. Three in this game, just in this game, there were three decisions, right? Yeah. With uh, two offside, I mean, offsides are offsides, right? Yeah. I mean, it, whether it looks close or not. Like I think they have like this three D kind of image that shows up. Yeah, but I mean offside is is offside. But then, you know, once we start talking about like oh, is is someone offside by like a toenail or like where's literally you know. Yeah, but yeah, but the, but those are facts, right? Those are hard facts, right? Like I mean, if the toenail is offside, it's offside. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a fact. Yeah. So um, harsh decision, but you know it is what it is. I think they should have finished wrapped up that game earlier. Liverpool should have, but you know, credit to Brighton for getting. No, I think Brighton could have wrapped up that game earlier as well, but uh, yeah, they missed the penalty, right? I'm, well, I mean, yeah. Mope should have done better, but I mean, they're still top of the league. Well, not City. anymore. Tottenham are well, they're level on points, level, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure Liverpool are still the strongest team in the league. I mean, it'll take like Spurs or City to kind of really, or Chelsea to do really well. Or are we, are we missing any other teams from that conversation? Do you want to add a couple more? No. I think, I think I'm happy it. that we're, we're in the top four race. And or, uh, or United, do you think? <laughs> no, I think, I think we're okay. Now, I mean... Let's talk a little bit about United then, right? Uh, um, did, you, did, you, did you guys watch yeah, the game? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you did. So, how is Ole's tricky reds? Pretty good, pretty good for you. I mean, you know, again, sort of back to the diamond. You know, United fans getting what they want. Uh, well, what is that? What did? Yeah, what do you think we want? Seeing Van der Beek start, right? I mean, because you I've I've seen like literally, sort of whole uh, explanations being dreamed up, and like seeing whole articles written about why this guy isn't starting. Some, I assume fans want to see him. Start, what did right? you think about his performance? Yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah. Do you think? Um, yeah. You know, like he brings. 
Um, I mean, we normally don't tend to kind of pick on Pogba on this show, but do you think that you can see the difference between having a Pogba in that midfield and a Van der Beek? Because you're a huge Pogba <laughs> supporter, right? So which is why I'm asking you that question. Yeah. Do you see a difference? I mean, they're different players. They've been sort of different. One gives the ball away, the other doesn't. Is that what no, you mean by different more, players? I mean, they have different. They have different strengths, obviously. So. Yeah, I think yeah, even if Pogba, I don't know yeah. if I said this differently. He did. Pogba didn't play against Leipzig. I, I think, think right? even if Pogba was available, he wouldn't have because Southampton pressed really well, and I I remember the last time we played them, he he almost got murdered. Yeah, yeah, and then Pogba at the base and, at the base of midfield sort of looked, you know, with the. No, I mean Leipzig pressed well. Pogba played that uh, game. He played really well on the left. It's only when he's playing in the midfield. Yeah. That, so Pogba the ba- at the base at the base yeah right? if he's in the pivot on the base of a midfield yeah, in like if, yeah exactly if he's the last yeah. man uh, before the defense <laughs> you don't want that in these kind of games but I think Southampton didn't really play well yeah um, I think they were missing Danny Ings I'm really I really like Shea Adams I didn't know he was that good a player uh, I think I mean United make like all these forwards look good but I think and I think I think he played really well. If he had someone who was more more of a threat than Theo Walcott, I think that would have been that would have been good. Um, but the first half, like uh, let's talk about, you know, conceding a goal against the run of play, like James Ward Prowse. That was a top top cross. Like I was I was standing him. He I every think corner of his it, it was like the, the same again. Yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah. bullet, like and and I think they knew what they had to do, right? Because Benderek was like walking. I, yeah, I think so. He's one of the few guys who maybe at least in the Premier League, maybe the only guy who actually overperforms his expected goals on free kicks. So he's I mean, right. He's definitely a knockout fucking free kick taker as well. Like I mean, I, I think I shared a stat on our group, right, where um, um, he has the highest number of free kicks converted after David Beckham, which right. in itself is a in the Premier League. In the Premier League. Which I mean, he can probably sort of rate it which he's going, you, you think, sort of depending on how Rate it which he's going. He's like two every two seasons. I don't think he's, he's that Yeah, perfect, but isn't but... he like 27? Or... Yeah, yeah, he's pretty old. Well yeah, so if he scores like two every season, I mean, what is that? Four more seasons and he's, he's, he beats Beckham, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I don't know. He, like, he's like, I feel like he's a player he's like six. Jordan Henderson. He would be good. I think he'd be good in a top team. I mean, I'd rather have him over uh, Charles Noglu and shit like that. But who's oh. Charles? Oh, okay. How come? Yeah, yeah, top star. I don't know if we are actually behind him, but uh, after him, but. But you don't. You haven't watched both these guys, so I don't know. Also, a very good set piece taker. What browse? Uh, I'm pretty sure if you went on a Twitter feed, you could see my appreciation of this kid at that point in time. Hamas, Hamas, what browse? Yeah, like was, I remember, uh, like I was a big fan of him even earlier, like much. I think twenty. 14, 15, I'm oh, so sure. this is one of the people you've scouted and not scouted, but like I really like him. I like his profile of a player. You can say. So, so what do you think about the first half performance? We were two goals down. I thought we were good. Again, it's the same thing as you. What you thought about the game? I thought we didn't deserve to be two goals down. Well, don't didn't deserve is a is a is the wrong word. That the second free kick, you can't really stop that. Fred was. Okay, at okay. I mean, I know it was a really good free kick, but. I love to hear, but I don't know his position, like the way he just, like hit, he hits the. I think the, that's a bit harsh. The post. Like, no, I don't think he would have stopped it. I'm. It's just his positioning and the way he like rams into the. It's like two goals, two similar free yeah, kicks. Yeah, I was. I was gonna come. I was gonna ask any concern over there. I'm not. You know. Not I did. I mean, I thought it was a really good free kick. Like it was right next to the post, but you know, it's just, you know, that's what he's going to do. Like I'm sitting there, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh fuck, this guy is gonna score a goal, and to hear, he. I mean, it was a really good free kick, but at the same time, like I don't know why he keeps hitting that post all the time. Like I think we talked about this in the. Um, I mean, I don't think we talked about it in the podcast, yeah. but like he's always angled, you know, in that direction where he's he's angled towards the inside of the net, right? And if he jumps, he's always going to like hold the ball once the ball goes in. So I don't know. I think he needs to sort that out. But I don't think he would have stopped that free kick. Um, Fred, that was I think I blame Fred you, more you, than I blame here for that for, uh, for that free his, kick. Uh, your goalkeeper in the second half would have stopped that. Henderson, any? I don't know. I haven't watched enough of him to yeah. <laughs> make these comments, but I think yeah. that that was Fred's fault. Um, I think those are the stupid things that Fred does. But then he he turned the game yeah. around in the second half. Most tackles in the Premier League this season for United. Fred. He was excellent in the second half, but yeah. you know, like don't concede. Like you know, these guys are only threatening you, yeah. and you keep conceding free kicks, and it's like, oh my god, so annoying. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think we were really unlucky to be two goals down. Um, to be honest, I was shocked. Um, I was shocked at the, the, the two misses. Like Greenwood, you don't expect Greenwood to miss and those Bruno, shots. And, and Bruno, that, yeah, exactly. Both those... Sh- like, we made their goalkeeper look better than he is. Like, Greenwood shot straight at him. The other shot, he ran yeah. past him. He should have finished that. Like, you expect... Like, with his, his, like, XG stats, you think he would put that in the back of the net. So, he missed that. And then um, Greenwood, again, selfish a little bit, I think. I mean, I would take the shot as yeah. well. But I think, you know, straight at the keeper. I don't know. I think he's really searching for a goal. Mm. He really wants his first Premier League goal. And I think that's the problem. The first Premier League of the season. Yeah. Of the yeah. season, yeah. yeah. So, I think he really wants that. And I can understand. Um, but, yeah, I mean, then... Like the second half, obviously he got hooked off, and Cavani came on, and and what a game by El Matador. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a great end to the game with his Insta post, I guess, but a great. great what happened there? <laughs> he yeah, used words which we could have avoided and avoided any confusion, I guess. I don't know if it is. What did he say? I don't think we can say that out loud, but you'll have to look it up yourself. No, I think it's. it's uh, What's the context? Similar to what I think it was. Racist remarks? Or? No, I think it's it's similar to a little bit to to the claim that Suarez sort of made. I don't know what this against this, right. yes, but like it's. I mean, I think it's a case of things getting a little lost in translation, basically. Yeah, you know, yeah. And certain things being acceptable in a South American cultural context, but like when you look at it from an English speaking context, they obviously are uh, okay. a little offensive. So now, I mean, I'm assuming the FA will probably have enough sort of nuance to. And once he explains it to them, I think he should be fine. Like, I don't think this is going to be a ban or anything like that, but... Yeah, yeah I really think we shouldn't so, talk about this and you shouldn't, like, especially after his performance today. So I think we should move yeah. on and put this, this so, aside because that's yeah, not, yeah. Uh, like, what so, we want to talk about, about Cavani, at least for uh, this. But yeah, only got what, exactly what he wanted, right? Like, someone who moves within the box and finds space. And, yeah, today was a top performance. Like I, He's I, been good the last few games yeah, that he's played. I agree. I mean, he's been really, really good and... I think what we're seeing now is like partnership developing between all these guys and I think that's what I'm most excited to so, see. So okay, so apparently like some more I guess we're breaking news these days on the Football Edited podcast. So apparently six weeks Thomas Party is out for six weeks. Six so, more weeks? Six more weeks apparently. Oh he just said six weeks. I don't know if it's six weeks total or six more weeks, but either way, yeah, he's not he's not gonna be here in the next few games, that's what Artena said. So Okay, so, that yeah. sucks. So uh, the congested December fixtures without party means you could be in the relegation battle. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because one of the good, you know, this guy's uh, injury record before Arsenal was like pretty, like I mean, pretty ridiculous actually because he barely seemed to be out injured for Atletico. But okay. anyhow, so so yeah, more so, work to be done. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. So just you know, coming back to Cavani, um, I think with two goals and an assist. I think yeah. um, excellent performance. Only the second player. And, and that was a beautiful cross, by the way, for the first goal. Yeah, in Premier League history to to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, two goals and assists off the bench, Cavani. You know that. You, you know oh, after Ole Gunnar, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I know, I know these stats, and yeah. the other stat is also he's equaled Sanchez's Premier League uh, goal scoring record in 106 minutes. <laughs> so thank God he's he's off, uh, he's uh, Alcau, I guess. the curse of the number seven jerseys. Hopefully, I'm not going to put more like I'm not going to badmouth it, but hopefully it's done. And I mean, he's he's. Do you think he's, he's starting next game, right? PSG? Ah, uh, I hope he doesn't. I just want him to come no, off the come bench. On. He I has want him to, to come start off against the bench. PSG. Are you serious? I think Martial is injured, right? No, no, no. He's sick. But he's Martial's going to start. Man, are you serious? That's that's only like a, like that's big. Like you don't understand this. This this is huge for him. He's like. Which is the, why I want him to come off the, the bench. He's the club record goal scorer for PSG, and you know but this this one is at Old Trafford. He, I don't he think left it makes a in such like bad, you know. No, it does make a such, difference, right? I think you're like, right. I'm sure he'd love to like score against them. And I think it's the right kind of like he's in the right uh, like uh, form right now, just before the game. So I think he will start. I think yeah. he deserves to start. Van de Beek deserves to start. He had a really good performance. I think Bruno. I mean, he's so good, but. You know, like at times frustrating. Uh, I I just hope he has like a really high ceiling. I think Bruno Fernandez just needs to get that consistency and make better decisions. Like he tries risky passes to yeah. make things happen all the time, whereas he could. I wouldn't mind having like someone like Bruno, right? I mean, hundred uh, percent taking whatever is in his sort of blood and injecting it into some of our players. But yeah. <laughs> to get some of those penalties, 
I guess. Not his penalties. I think yeah, yeah. he's just he's he's a brilliant footballer, and I think. I mean, he tries to overdo it, but that's good. That's good. Yeah, like, yeah, I see what I you mean, the right? The devil and the initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I think I, I think that's why yeah, everyone's willing to like forego whatever he does because he's a game changer, right? And I yeah. think um, I'm honestly, I knew Van der Beek was a good signing, but like he's ensuring that we're not missing Pogba. Right, like I, like you know, normally when you, I did see, I thought he was knackered. Like after oh. like seventy five minutes, so you wanted a sub, and you can mm-hmm. see that you know if Pogba came on, it would be good. But um, no, I think Van der Beek had a great game. Fred had a really good second half. Um, I think he ran the show in midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Dallas was decent until he got subbed off. Well, I can't wait for Matic to fuck off. By the way, like. Uh, no, I think Matic, yeah, I mean, he's not been as good as he was, like, uh, in the beginning of this year, but he does bring, I mean, you you saw some of, like, you know, how he was keeping the ball and, you know, in tight spaces and, you know, maneuvering it. I thought that was really good. Scott McTominay can't do that yet, at least. Uh, it's going to be hard to replace Matic. Yeah, any thoughts on, on Matic no, no, versus no, no. Scott McTominay? I just, I mean, I... Maybe. It's good to see that you respect Fred now, but I guess you're going back on Matic. No, I've never gone back, even when we we can run all these podcasts back, and I've always maintained that he's the kind of player that will, when it's contract renewal time, he's always having that one month of good football, and then he goes back to shit, and when he shit, it's unbearable. He's not shit. He's not been shit. <laughs> I think that's hard. Let me start it. Like today, he was mourning about Matic a lot <laughs> today I, I didn't think Matic had a bad game I didn't think he had a great game even like towards the end in the 90th minute you're supposed to be a fucking experienced defensive midfielder hold the ball push the ball forward instead he just kicks it and it goes straight up and down right inside the box itself and I'm like I, are you no no I think he tried to like um, you know uh, transition like it was a quick transition but it just didn't work out in the way he wanted it to <laughs> But I think uh, Matic and Fred, what it's proven is, you know, the only game where we did use a diamond and Matic was not at the base of it was against Arsenal. And that turned out to be a really bad game, right? Because yeah. we had McDominay at the base. Uh, Fred at the base of the diamond. Yeah. The diamond works when it's Matic and Fred. Because Matic, I think, he's not in form. And I think when he comes in form, it's going to be much better. So I, I do think that, you know, he brings a lot of things uh, to our game when we're playing a diamond. Yeah. I'm interested. I mean, PSG. I'm sure Scott McDominay and Fred and are going to start playing the league next, next, next. West Ham, West Ham okay. away. Easy. So I don't think that's easy. <laughs> Moyes is probably one of the toughest opponents we've had. You know, he's always had. I mean, he luck always has. Yeah, yeah, he wants to obviously do well against them. I think it should be relatively straightforward. Hopefully yeah, I mean, uh, I think. I mean, I'm glad Martial got some rest. Yeah. I'm more worried about like Van der Beek. Look like he came you, off with a swollen ankle. Yeah, you know it's been it's been a good game, I guess, for uh, for the United defense. When like in a game where they conceded two goals, we are ten fifteen minutes into a conversation, and I haven't heard anyone even mention Harry Maguire's name. So you know that that tells me that he's had a pretty <laughs> no, not just Maguire. Even Lindelof yeah. was pretty yeah. decent today. They they were both they did. They it's like you just want me to kind of uh, shit on him, but no, no, no I, I think I think he's had a decent game. It's good. Like honestly, yeah. like right now when he was talking about Maric and McDonald, it's good that like these players when they're interchanged. Well, maybe not the Arsenal game, but they're working together as a team now, right? Yeah, and, that's, and that's I, a good I think thing. the thing about Maguire is since that Newcastle game. I think he's he's probably turned a leaf because I don't think he's Maguire. Been, yeah, Maguire. Yeah. So I think he's not. I don't think he's at his best yet. I think there's a lot of room for improvement, especially his like passing. I'd like to see more there. But um, yeah, I mean, I think they're they're doing fine. Um, I think all around, I hope to kind of. Uh, I hope we sign a center back for sure. I don't think this is it to win a title or or win a trophy. But I don't think we can complain about the defense and both the goals today were. Probably, I think it was Rashford's fault for the first one where he let go of the player who was supposed to mark, and the second one was Fred. Um, Thoughts on uh, Hasenhudl? Hasenhudl? Well, the, the, an interesting stat that I came across, I'm not sure if that's true, is that this is the first time they've been seeding since that Spurs game at home. Or something like that. I'm not sure of it. Possibly, yeah. It's the first time we've beaten them in like yeah. eight years or something. So it's a big win. And I think eight away wins in a row for Ole, which is, again, a big deal. I mean, it's kind of a stupid stat because they don't count 
you know, playing at like neutral grounds is <laughs> away games. So it's like losses to Sevilla and stuff in the middle. But he, he said he doesn't count it. Like he, I remember in an interview he said, I don't count this. I don't care about this record because we lost to Sevilla and, and Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. So it's so. kind of a dumb stat, but um, it is what it is. I mean, again, a lot of um, credit to Solskjaer. And we should talk about that. He made the substitutions really quick. I mean, 45 yeah, minutes. And they paid off hands, handsomely. I mean, yeah, Cavani... Yeah, there was a lot of... There was a lot of... Uh, I think Brandon Williams has... You know, it's confirmed. He needs to go out on loan. I don't think he should... No, but if... He, if I mean, it, it may or may not be confirmed. But, like, if... If Alex Teller's groin issue is serious, then, there's, then he's... Wait, Teller has a groin issue? Yeah, yeah. He? that's why he got pulled off. He... Um, Solskjaer said it was a minor injury. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he looked, he was holding wait, wait, his he, groin when like when he yeah, went yeah. off. So I'm no, he was holding his groin when he went off. But Williams was already waiting for it. Like that was the okay. last challenge where he pulled his groin. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, it had nothing to do okay. with okay. 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 Solskjaer said it was a small knock, uh, and hopefully he's going to be ready for next okay. week. So it should not be. An issue. Yeah, but I think even Telles right now is like I think at seventy five percent. You could see that all these guys yeah. they're not used to playing week mm-hmm. in week out, right? So I think I'm glad he's. I think he was saving Cavani for the PSG game, so you may be right that he's going to start. No, I want him to start. I like. I mean, it's so you, uh, are you supporting United in that game? No. Okay, I, I, I was just, yeah. I was hoping you would, you know, but no. Um, no I guess I was saying I, that you know I we hope, should give Bolle some I hope credit, Neymar right? and company take care of business. I, I don't know how the transfer that happening, but yeah. Wow, it's, it's it's good to see that you know Arsenal fans have some confidence in Ole. <laughs> But no, I was saying uh, Ole's done really well, right? To make that decision in the forty-fifth minute because I thought we'd just come out with the same yeah. team, you know what we always do, and then sixtieth minute make a change because you have to, and fans yeah, yeah. expect you to do something. Got rewarded for being proactive. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I think Cavani. And that was with an injury. Like he already had a substitution to be made based off of an injury. So, so that was a high risk because you have only one sub left, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Premier League teams are a bunch of idiots, and yeah, yeah that's another conversation. So, yeah, that was that was a uh, really good. Uh, so he made two half-time subs. It was Deja and yeah. Dean Henderson who had Henderson, a good game. Yeah, actually. had nothing to do with like distribution-wise. He's good. He's good. Yeah, I think he's a quick <laughs> thinker. Be better than like that. Yeah, he's a quick thinker. I think he knows what to do as soon you, as he you gets think, the ball. You, you think he's a better? So I, because I, I remember, so I remember reading one of these articles like before, before the season started. When at the time, I guess there was a bigger sort of somehow bigger discussion about will Henderson's you know get get the nod to start the season and. They were saying that at least one of the things internally at United, one of their concerns is that Henderson isn't as good as De Gea uh, on the ball, which is sort of interesting because it. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think that's true at all. Like everything <laughs> no, I've I think seen on the ball, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I think distribution yeah. Henderson is better, um, like especially throwing the ball and and even long kicks. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, but I guess Ole wants to play that the trash. Well, De Gea sort of better at combining the centre backs, like passing it out. He's know. not better. Like that was everyone the is just at, trash at it. I think, at, just, I think the thing is when De Gea is playing, I think the players are just a lot more confident, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, I mean, he does make those crazy saves. But let's see if uh, Henderson starts. If De Gea is injured, I think he's probably not going to play Tuesday. So we'll see. Maybe Henderson gets another start. Um, Thoughts tomorrow? Do you know, is that a serious injury? Do you know De Gea? Is- uh, I no, not. he said it's a, just a knee. Uh, he said he had some knee pain or some shit, okay. but it should be, he should be fine for the next week. Okay. Do you think so, there's yeah. any chance like this is one of those like no, it's not sort it's of not sliding door moments where like now somehow no. like you have Anderson in okay he, unless this is a serious he, injury he took care of business half whatever now say next game against PSG you keep a clean sheet and he starts one more game in the league he keeps a clean sheet after that do you think there's a chance that I think yeah, yeah, I, so I think the way it is with our squad right it's now Anderson's job to and I think this is I think. I think this is what I'm going to give Ole a lot of credit for. It would be the fact that I don't really care who plays. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's building the squad, which is what he kept saying a year back, that that's what I want to do. Right? He, he plays Matic or McDominay or Fred, I don't care. If yeah. he plays Bruno or Van de Beek, I don't care. Right? If he plays Rashford, Greenwood, Martial, two of them, or Cavani, I don't care. Right, if you play Shaw or Tellers, I don't care. I really want a partner for uh, like somebody to replace Wan Bissaka. Right, we don't like Foster. Not that says not. I think he means like a guy for right. backup. Yeah, yeah, like Brandon Williams is not that guy. I don't, I don't. I think he should go out on loan, uh, and I think we need a center back. Right, and I think really I'd like a CDM too, like like for next year. But these three positions and a right winger, four positions. I think uh, I think we have a full squad there. Thoughts on. Uh... 
Amadiallo's performance day for yesterday? I mean, it's such a random thing to jump into. I know, because I was talking about, uh, he was talking about squad and he's going to join our squad within uh, a month now. Yeah, I guess there's not that I mean, he, Well, yeah. No, no, I, I just meant that the guy literally has played 15 minutes in the last four months. I don't think he's going to bring anything. Um, I think he needs to, I don't know if he speaks English, if he has to learn the language. Hopefully, he was proactive and spent these four months doing something, like learning English, you know, doing some exercises, fitness training. I mean, shut the fuck up. For all these mighty reds, but we'll see. He looks he looks special. Um, I, I Probably looks better than Jaden on guard form. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's just wow. a joke. Uh, I'd love Jaden, you know that. <laughs> That's not what we hear about the couple podcast. A couple of things I, I regret talking about is Jamie Sancho. <laughs> the other one is Mikel Arteta. But, uh, I mean, yeah, hopefully they they sort of get you back on board in the next few months, yeah. weeks and months. Right. Um, just, you know, before we wrap up, Champions League fixtures, what are the big games other than the United game? What what else is happening this week? <sighs> Champions League, I'm not too sure, man. Wait, let me just... Yeah, I'm, you know, I've been... I'm there's, there's Monchon, Gladbach and Inter Milan. Getting over... I mean, I guess Inter have a fight, like, not to make it to the Europa League. Atletico wow. and Bayern. Oh, that's a good game, yeah. Liverpool, Ajax, I don't know if that's a good game. That is a good game, too, because if Ajax beat Liverpool, then it's kind of wide open. Actually, no, Liverpool are through, right? They just need a point. Yeah. So it's, it's like, really easy... But okay, let's talk about this PSG United game, right? Well, what are your predictions for it? I think PSG probably get away with the draw. So you think it's gonna be, they'll get away with the draw? Yeah. Uh, do they have the full squad, full strength squad, or is Berardi back? Uh, is, I, I mean, think. you know, you the as you correctly identified. So they when they played they played Bordeaux right this weekend they drew they had young. Pembele. Uh, Pembele starting and back. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunate start for him. I think one goal. Are they looking oh, for people was... with similar names to like talented footballers? And is that is that <laughs> so, the, is yeah, that... They, have, they have I think few issues defensively uh, to try and to try and sort out. But like I mean, Neymar looked fine. Wait, um, so is Marquinhos injured or was he kind of rested for the game against United? He's, he was in the squad. He's injured. Yeah, he's probably injured. I guess he wasn't in the squad. So the squad well, is have lit up because that's a big miss for them. Um, so really, it's like Icardi, Neymar. Yeah, Mbappe and Di Maria against, uh, like, not so much Akari, probably Moise Keen. Moise Keen oh, he's, is, been doing he's, well. been, he's been in form yeah he's he's been doing pretty well uh, so I'd, I'd expect he, I think he'll start probably okay so. okay yeah I mean so you think draw. it's going to be a draw I think they're going to be a draw yeah, I, mean, I would like a draw I just want to go through this group now. yeah I agree I think we should just play for a draw tomorrow I think PSG should probably be happy as well with the but I don't know who's going to start then uh, you know. really we should be playing with like uh, so oh, we're gonna be at three five two. That's true. We're gonna have three at the back. Oh my god. Oh, you think he's? he's you think he's gonna go? go yeah, I think he's gonna be three at the back. Okay. I think three at the back and a and a diamond. Wow, that's gonna be very defensive. But you know, we just need a point. So, I think PSG need to win the game, right? Or do they just need a draw? Oh, they need to win. It's time. Oh no, they don't. They just need a draw because then they can beat Istanbul and then they go through. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's it's, true. It's a goal difference sort of thing, right? Because it's... Um, but then it's between Leipzig and PSG yeah. on yeah. goal difference. And Leipzig, Leipzig win both the games, they are through as well. They're level on points now. Leipzig. Oh, right. If Leipzig win both the games, then they're, yeah, they're through as well. Yeah, so they're level on points. Oh, then United could be out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, but there's... But we have like plus eight goal difference. Is it on goal difference? Yeah, we have a three-point cushion as well. Is it goal we, difference or head-to-head? Yeah, head? No, it's goal difference. Oh, but it's goal difference first, and then if, if goal difference is tight, then it comes Okay, so I'm glad we had the 5-0 then. Yeah. Okay, that worked out. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So, so you think it's a draw? You think it's a draw too? I mean, I, don't I hope know. it's a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Same. I hope. I'm hoping for a draw. Yeah. I, I think this game is probably going to be. I just want to. Actually, sure. I want. I want to be sure of this because I think it may be. It may, may actually be head to head and then goal difference as opposed to goal difference, and then head to head. So. But do you think Ole is going to set up? Yeah. For so a it's draw? head to head and then goal difference. So it's not goal difference. So I was right. Okay. I okay. thought it was head to head. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. So I mean, I think. Either ways, I think we're good then. Head to head is what like the total goal difference between the two teams, right? Yeah. So basically, so two one and two one is like zero basically, and then who scored more? So that would even out, and then it's like points head to head between the two. Oh, it's points. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, so it's like one draw, one win. Oh, okay. So yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So even then, United's good because we've beaten both these teams. Correct. Okay, so that's good. 
Okay. That's that. I think United are fine. Yeah, it's. it's we need a draw. United. I think that's yeah. reality. So I hope we. I think PSG as well would would probably be fine with take the draw because I mean they. No, play. but then they depend on the result of the final Leipzig. game, which is not what. They no, would. but Leipzig play United. They can. I mean, United away from away against Leipzig. I mean, I'm sure PSG will be like, all they're gonna do is a favor. <laughs> I highly doubt that's what Thomas Tuchel is going to no, say. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying his plan is that I want Ole to do us a favor, but it's more like if we don't win at, at a minimum, get a draw, like, you know, get out of there with a draw and like you can, you know. I mean, I don't think anyone's beaten Leipzig. Given how, in... how United look sort of in some of these big games, it's not going to be as easy. Yeah, obviously Leipzig will be playing for their life. United probably wait, wait, can you more. say that again? What? I think the podcast needs to hear your words again. I said, given how United have looked in these big games, it's not the worst thing in the world to have to depend on them to get a result for you. So Sweet. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All so. uh, these magnificent reds. So you think uh, we're going to make it to the round of 16? Correct. That, yeah. That's good. Let's talk about the, the Bayern game then, right? Bayern versus Atletico. Atletico looking good, actually. They look... They, 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 in fact, they're, they won their second now tied of Ikea, their first, I think, in... But some people yeah. think Atletico are not a good team, but, you, um, know. you know, so this is... I mean, some people also think... Uh, yeah, so Atletico have a point of top spot with, like, what, two games in hand, and they've only considered two goals this season in the league, in nine oh. games, so it's... But that's, then it's a big game. I want to watch yeah. this game, actually. And so. most importantly, for sort of, I guess, for them, it's maybe there's still some life left in, in Thomas Lamar. Like, he looked like... It's the first time I've seen this guy at Atletico actually look like the guy they bought from Mont. Uh, you know, How from, old is from he Monaco. now? Twenty nine. Lamar. Yeah. No, I think he's about twenty four, twenty three. He's still a kid. Twenty four, twenty five, okay. maybe. But Bakayoko and him, like all of them, like it's been like four years since they were talents. No. How old is he? Uh, Lamar is twenty five. Okay, twenty five. Still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, that's a big signing which hasn't worked out yet. But yeah, he looked good. He looked good in this. Clerigo are second with two games in hand, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah, so yeah, they've been. I mean, obviously Bayern are like a different team, but are like, they without like Kimmich and Thiago? Uh, I don't know. But you know, this this could be another season where if you know this, this maybe Simeone's time again. Speaking of La Liga, because Real Madrid are like you know they have issues. I hope so, and then Felix uh, can move to uh, the Premier League. You know, Barcelona again, they have issues. All the good performance of Barcelona and some great goals and good celebrations as well. Messi. Uh, with a tribute to Maradona and uh, yeah, was, uh, Barcelona were like twenty, twenty, twelve, twelve. Not seven. They have again. They have a game or two in hand. Two right? games so, in hand. Yeah. So, oh, they have two games in hand. Yeah. Okay. So if they win the both the games, they are in the top four. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. So yeah, again, I mean, they they're okay, but like you know, Messi is some way from the, from his best so far. It's, it's not been that great. So I mean, anyhow, this is an opportunity for Atletico in terms of La Liga this season. Okay, so, okay, and and before we wrap up, do you want to talk about your favorite league and what, what's going on? Also, yes, I mean, yet another sort of, uh, you know, brilliant sort of weekend in, in league that I think everyone should be following. Probably the most interesting title race, to be honest, and amongst amongst sort of the... I think the Premier the, League is the know, most Milan, interesting. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Europa League for some uh, reason. <laughs> No. AC Milan yet you know with another sort of impressive win uh, right know, they're top of the table they're right? top of the table you know Abramovich um, yeah could running it back could run, run, but he didn't run. play he didn't play the he's, last game uh, he didn't he's, uh, he's injured yeah, right? but they beat sort of Fiorentina Inter with a massive win against Asuolo that was much needed for Antonio Conte like you know maybe he may not sort of just leave in anger okay but because that looked like on the cards so now it's yeah I think it's what uh, Milan first into second five point gap yep. between them. So, um, so yeah, and Juve, uh, you know, Andrea Pirlo, I guess, sort of. They drew with Benevento, right? One following one. on in, in the trend of, of it being a struggle for some new managers. Well, he's, no Cristiano, no party, right? So. Uh, he's 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 struggling a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think Juve are fine in the Champions League, right? UA yeah, they've made it through. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, I think yeah. the big games we've already talked about, and so. and obviously City are fine. They've qualified too. So, so Chelsea, Sevilla, Chelsea, being Sevilla this week. Yeah, both of them are through, so okay. it doesn't okay, matter. So okay, so nothing really. I mean, I guess for Inter, you know, maybe you're fighting for your. Do you want to actually not be disgraced completely and maybe right. make it to the Europa League? Or yeah, I mean, I mean that's that that's consequential. But apart from that, I guess not too much, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so well. Uh, I think that was a quick episode. Time's flown by. 
Um, and I guess when we meet next time, we'll probably know whether we've made it to the Champions League round of 16, which would be a big thing considering we've been knocked out every other time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on what happens in the next Arsenal game, we may have to ban them from being a subject on the podcast just because it's... <laughs> I don't know how, how often you can repeat saying the same thing, but I'm, 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 I'm sort of... Uh, Don Mikel. Yeah, you know, so we shall see. Okay. Good talking to you guys. Um, uh, yeah. Catch up again next week. Yep. Also, I guess sort of, you know, we do have, we obviously didn't touch on every Premier League game. We have Premier League games tomorrow as well. So, you know, if you watch yeah, out for that. Vardy is my fantasy captain. So, yeah, yeah, something. yeah. So, some fantasy stakes, you know, for, for a lot of teams. But, uh, yeah, apart from that, good episode. And hopefully, better results around the corner. Thanks.